the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in, in what part of the country? <laughs> Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. WLQB's newsletter is online. Go to faithtalkdetroit.com and enter keyword newsletter. Get in the know now. Listen to Turning Point with David Jeremiah weekday mornings at 6.30 a.m. on the new FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Faith Talk Detroit and faithtalkdetroit.com. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Welcome to the program. If you've got the Bible on your mind, theology on your mind, uh, if you have uh, the kingdom of the cults on your mind, hermeneutics on your mind, you're in the right place. This is the Bible Talk program, and we're open for comments uh, from you on any issue that has to do with the Bible. Uh, and also uh, to deal with you and challenge you concerning theology itself, informing you as well. This is Pastor Moss, pastor of Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries. Glad, glad to be with you. Remember that number again to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. And I do want to mention something starting out, because uh, maybe I might get too involved in my lesson as we go along if I don't push this right now. So just letting you know that on June 6th, that's June 6th at 7 p.m., right? We're going to have our Monday night Bible study. That's right, Strictly Biblical. We'll be having our Monday night Bible study. Haven't had it in a while. It's about to come back. And everybody is encouraged to come and be a part of it, right? Now, we're not in the same location. In fact, uh, the place that we're at now, uh, we're just uh, leasing it. We're using it uh, because we're also contemplating moving into a, a new uh, church home of our very own. Excited about that. That'll happen. But until then, we will be ministering at the United Methodist Church. That's the United Methodist Church. We'll be using their facility. It's located 205 North Main Street. That's 205 North Main Street. 14 Mile in Maine, in Clawson, Michigan, right? Once again, United Methodist Church, if you're interested. This is on June 6th at 7 p.m. 
United Methodist Church, 205, that's 205 North Main Street, 14 Mile in Maine, in Clawson, Michigan. Come there and get ready to deal with the Faith Defenders Teaching Series, where we will be teaching apologetics, giving you the information that you need to be able to defend the faith against those who attack it. Uh, And every time you come, without fail, you will receive information. That's right, there's handouts, uh, probably have a good pile of them uh, as you continue to come to this particular class. So do remember that. For more information about it, you can call area code 313-933-9270. That's area code 313-933-9270. And you can talk to our manager there and uh, you'll get more information. All right. Welcome to the program. Uh, and there's so much theology to deal with. Okay? Uh, and um, a, a lot of things need to be made clear in terms of the Bible. So many subjects are very important to know. And one for sure is we do need to realize that uh, uh, things that are not biblical uh, causes a real problem uh, and can cause problems for us. The Bible tells us everything we need to know, uh, but we have to just make sure that we deal with the Bible and that we rightly divide the word of truth, rightly divide it. And um, uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, definitely, you know, there's some things we don't uh, necessarily agree on in the church, right? But as long as those are nine essentials, it's no problem. It's no problem. There are some uh, who believe that they have to baptize a person three times in the water, dunk them once in the name of the Father, dunk them again three times. Okay? Well, the Bible doesn't say that. Okay? Some say all you got to do is, is, is do it once. Okay? But I'm here to tell you, whether you dunk them three times or one, it doesn't matter okay? because uh, baptism, that's not the key thing. The key thing is the symbol of being buried okay, in the water like Jesus was buried and rising again. So uh, don't argue about the uh, things that are not important. I think it's the uh, Plymouth Brethren who baptized him in the water three times. They get him saved and clean, three dumps. But let us never get in heated debates about the things that are not essential and not important. However, there are some things that we do need to go to the wall for, so to speak. One of them is the doctrine of the afterlife versus the doctrine of soul sleep, okay? Soul sleep. We have to challenge that, okay? Because there are some who believe that when you die, okay, uh, this is, these are beliefs held by the Adventists, uh, Seventh-day Adventists, and also the Togo Witnesses, that you are annihilated, okay, that you are annihilated. Uh, Togo Witnesses say, and then uh, God recreates you from his mind, okay, but, you're, uh, but you become annihilated. And, and there is no eternal hell. When you go to hell, you are uh, not tormented okay, forever, you are annihilated or burned up, okay? And we need to recognize that the Bible talks about eternal hell, and the Bible talks about everlasting punishment. And also, I want to say this. Uh, If you think that the only reason you are here is to deal in this world, I got news for you. There's much more than this. This earth, okay, this earth is not our home. And when you look around at all the things that are happening all around the world, uh, to that, we can only say, thank God, because there's got to be better than this. Pandemics, I'm coming home and listening to the news where uh, we have a, a shooting that took place in another a school where kids are, were, were killed. Uh, it's, just, it's just horrible. Okay? 
And so we need to consider all this when we pray, pray for all of these things that are going on. But my goodness, this earth is not your home. Thank God that when you die and you're saved, you go home to be with the Lord, right? You're not annihilated, okay? You're not, uh, uh, your soul is not, or spirit is not annihilated, and you start all over, no, okay? To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. You do continue, okay? And that's something that I believe that can be demonstrated biblically, and that's exactly what I'm going to do in this program. Now, however, you can still call with any question you have about the Word of God. It is welcome here, okay? Just as Gary is going to find out in Holly right now. How are you doing, Gary? Uh, yes, Pastor Moss. Thank you for your program. Uh-huh. Thanks for calling. Uh, my my questions today come from uh, where does the church go when they die, the saints? First Thessalonians, the fourth chapter. I'd like you to read that, okay, starting first, at verse uh, Okay, First Thessalonians chapter 4. Yeah, First Thessalonians, the fourth chapter, uh, verse 13 through 17. All right, First Thessalonians chapter 4, starting at verse uh, 13. But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep that you sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, which we do, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep, or go before them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, And the dead in Christ shall rise first. And we that are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. So what what is your question? I'm glad you had me read that. I always love reading that passage. um, What is this? uh, uh, Okay, you you were reading also in Apostle Paul. First of all, do you agree? That, that Paul's telling that when people that are Christians, when they die, they're in the grave. The body is in the grave. Until okay. the resurrection, Why do you yes. say just the, Okay. So when Jesus was in, in the grave, when uh, his, his body, soul, and spirit were in the grave, right? No, just his body was As in the person? grave. I beg your pardon? Just As his body, uh, when he was crucified, taken down, his body, he, his body he was resurrected from the dead. Right. Okay, and, and Jesus said he'd be three days and three nights in the grave. So you're saying just his body was there? Oh, yes, because the, the, what happened is we know, as a matter of fact, that spiritually uh, he went uh, to, uh, his spirit went to be with the Lord. Well, but, in the scripture, what, what you need to do, though, when you say that, now, now, wait a minute. When you ask me, let me show you where I'm coming from. Because if I say something that's not biblical, hey, I'm not doing correctly here. So let us look in Luke chapter 23 and see what happens. Let's see what the Bible says, right? So here we have uh, where, and let's look here about verse 38, where Jesus, uh, well, 34, okay, 34, Luke chapter 23, 34. Then said Jesus, Jesus on the cross, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do, okay? And they parted his raiment and cast lots, and the people stood beholding, And the rulers also with them derided him, saying, He saved others, let him save himself, if he be Christ, the chosen of God. And the soldiers also mocked him, coming to him and offering him vinegar, and saying, If thou be the king of the Jews, save thyself. Of course, he couldn't, right? Gary's on the cross, dying for us. And a superscription also was written over him, 
in the letters of Greek and Latin and, and Hebrew, this is the king of the Jews. And one of the malefactors, there were two, uh, and uh, you, you know this, you've read it before, uh, hanging, uh, being crucified up there with him. And one of the malefactors, which were hanged, railed on him, saying, If thou be Christ, save thyself. But the other, answering, rebuked him, saying, Dost not thou fear God, seeing thou art in the same condemnation? And we justly, for we uh, receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man hath done nothing amiss. Then verse 42, And he said unto Jesus, Lord, that's one of the thieves. We believe, some theologians believe, that at first both of them may have been not in favor of Christ, but one changed his mind, right? And uh, and he said unto Jesus, this is what this, the thief on the cross said unto Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. That's what he asked him. Verse 43, and Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee today, today shalt thou be with me in paradise. That's what he told him. Then, verse 44, and it was about the sixth hour, and there was darkness over all the earth until the ninth hour, and the sun was darkened, and the veil of the temple was rent in the midst. And when Jesus had cried with a loud voice, uh, he said unto the Father, Into thy hands I commend my spirit. Where does that say he went, Gary? Well, there's, what you quoted was about Paul being answered for the body present of the Lord. No, you know, I'm not talking about it. I'm talking, I just read you from Luke chapter 23. Jesus is here on the cross. The thief is there, okay, who repents, right? And Jesus says to him, Verily I say unto thee, Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. My question is, where did Jesus, okay, because his body definitely didn't go up at that time, right? Uh, he, because he was buried, okay? Um, and uh, so also was the thief. But his spirit must have went to be with the Lord. But how do you see that? What it says, interpret this verse for me. And Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. What was that talking about? Luke was writing that, and he was not there. He was given false information. I'm asking, you, I'm asking you, what does the verse mean? I don't want to talk about Luke. I want to deal with the verse that says, And Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. That is what That's the false. verse says. Huh? That's false. You, well, uh, well it's, time for us to stop. it's time for us to stop talking. That is not a mistake in the J King James. I'm sorry, you can look at other uh, uh, Bibles. They're going to say the same exact thing. You're absolutely wrong. And what happens is you met a challenge that you couldn't answer good. So your only out was to say then that you're blaming it on the Bible. I'll talk to you later, Gary, but I thank you for calling. <laughs> Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Now, see, I'm glad he called. I'm glad he called. Because what happens is, the Bible is the important thing here. What does the Bible say? And there's some very obvious things that it does. Okay, uh, And uh, this is backed up. And then, as you know, Scripture interprets Scripture. Okay, But I love Gary. I want him to call any time. Because here it helps to see what, uh, the difference between something that we can believe, and all of us could be guilty of it, but we have to go by what the Bible says. Second Corinthians, Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 8, backs up what we looked at over here in Luke chapter 23. In Second Corinthians and in chapter 5, we see verse 8, where Paul writes this time, 
Okay? And this is what he says. He says, uh, and I'll read it verse 6, because this is encouraging stuff for us to realize, that this earth is not our home permanently. Now, now the new heavens and the new earth, now you're talking. But where we are now, mm, a lot of different things are going to have to happen for God to get us ready for this. But notice here in 1 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 6, where Paul writes, Therefore, we are always confident, knowing that whilst we are at home in the body, okay, and that's where we are now, friend. I'm at home in my body, and you are too. Okay? We are absent from the Lord. For we walk by faith and not by sight. But then, verse 8, Paul writes, We are confident, I say, willing rather to be absent from the body. That is what happens when we die, right? We are absent from the body. The body is buried. But as we just saw in Luke 23, the soul, spirit, go to be with the Lord. So verse 8, we are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Okay? That is what happens when you die. Okay? That your body is buried, but in fact the body is, is what dies. But your soul and your spirit go to be with the Lord. Right? Wherefore we labor, that whether present or absent, we may be accepted of him. And he goes on to say some other things as well. All right, number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, and we're just out of the box, and we've got callers calling in already, that's a good thing. We've uh, just talked to Gary, and now Rick is on the line from St. Clair Shores. How you doing, Rick? Thank you, Pastor, and I love how you handle your callers, your professional, you're loving, and you do what Daryl does, you offer them an opportunity to call back. You kind of stole my thunder because what I was going to say is to be absent from the body is to be present with God. What he, what he is saying there, he's, he is encouraging you, don't worry about dying. You will be with me when you leave this earth. And you know, it brings me to another issue. You know, when, when John the Baptist was um, under Herod's prison and then the Apostle Paul was before Felix, the governor, before he went to his death, this is a constant thing I think that all of us believers have to be mindful of. Um, both the governor, Felix, and Herod, they saw God in Paul, and they saw God in John the Baptist. They saw it. They understood it. Mm -hmm. It never made it down to their hearts. And, and that brings me to my point. With, and I'm not talking about the gentleman that just got off the phone with you. I'm not referring to him at all. But we, also, we always have to be mindful of our hearts. We also, the, the heart is the barometer where we always are with the Lord. We can quote scripture to the cows come home. Right. Anyone can quote scripture. Anyone can argue doctrine. Mm -hmm. It's just that the word has to take effect within us to the extent, you know, the, the word repent doesn't mean change. It comes from the Greek word metanoia to mean change your heart. And that's something that God can only do when we're willing or our conditions dictate it, that he can do that. And that's one of the reasons why I try to stay away from doctrinal issues with people, because you made great points, and nothing against that gentleman. It's just something that I see all the time. When, and then whenever we're sharing, because that's what you do, you and Daryl call and you invite us to share. You know, we share God. We, we share our experiences with him, what we understand him to be. But oftentimes when it becomes doctrinal, then it becomes what Paul says to his letter in Timothy, petty, foolish arguments worth nothing. They're worth nothing. They're just become petty arguments. And I'm not to say that you don't make doctrinal stands, but the way you treat people, people, Pastor Emery Moss, 
that's the doctrinal stand. It's the doctrine is within you. It's it's not just something that you know. It's something that has changed your heart. But you're exactly right, and I agree with you. We must defend the faith, but when we defend it, we shouldn't insult people or anything of that nature. And, you know, I never engage in that. All I'm interested in no, you don't. is what in the, uh, defending the faith and just teaching what the Bible says. So I don't mind people calling and d- disagreeing because we learn from disagreements, but you will never, Absolutely. ever hear me make what is called, because I've debated before, what is called the ad hominem attack, where you attack the person rather than the issue. Our job is to deal with issues. Yeah. As you see, Jesus didn't play. He didn't hold back with the Pharisees or the Sadducees. He said Paul didn't either. But yet what he preached to them was preached out of love, right? Yeah. So, yep. uh, but amen to you, brother. You keep doing what you do. You guys do it well. The best number, the best one-two punch in talk radio, Daryl and Pastor Emery Moss. God bless you, sir. <laughs> All right. God bless you. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Hearing the songs you love on local radio with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. Text LOCAL to 52886 and ask Congress to support local radio stations. Help us keep you connected to the music, local news, weather, and traffic that you need each day. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. It's easy and profitable to be kind to others when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Each day for 30 days, Faith Talk Detroit will post a new act of kindness that you can do for others. On June 1st, you could win $5,000, and a deserving organization will also receive $5,000 in your name. You can make a difference in others' lives when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Go to faithtalkdetroit.com to enter. That's faithtalkdetroit.com, and follow us on social media for daily acts of kindness. I had a lady that was in her mid-70s, and I'd sold her timeshare, and that was the lowest I'd ever felt in my life. I knew then that I had to do something to simply not to go to hell for selling timeshare. Chuck McDowell founded Wesley Financial Group to help folks cancel their timeshares permanently. called her and everybody that I'd sold timeshare to, and I said, this is what I said to you that was a lie, and this is what you need to do to cancel your timeshare. From that point, People started referring friends to me to help them cancel the timeshare, and that's how it all started. I fought the world's largest timeshare company in federal court. If I had lost that lawsuit, there would be no one helping people that have been lied to when they bought timeshare. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare contract or you'll pay nothing. Call Wesley Financial Group now for a free information kit. 800-786-9300. That's 800-786-9300. 800-786-9300. Dr. Charles Stanley. I wonder how many opportunities that come your way that you back up. You say, well, I couldn't do that. I don't have the experience. God is greater than anybody's experience. God can take the most inexperienced. He can take the most unlikely person and do something awesome in their life. Hear the series, The Promises of God, this week on In Touch, the teaching ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley. Listen to In Touch, weekday afternoons at 1230. 
Download the free Radio.com app at the Apple Store or Google Play to listen to WLQV, FM 92.7, and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. Anytime, anywhere, hear the very best in local and national Bible teachings and preaching from ministry leaders across the Motor City and around the country. Discover engaging faith-based programs, inspiring sermons, Christian talk, and local sports on WLQV, FM 92.7, and AM 1500. Stream Faith Talk Detroit live on Radio.com today. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And just want to remind you once again of the opening, the reopening of our Bible study, actually. Our Monday night Bible study is back. Uh, We're going to be uh, having that uh, Monday night Bible study. Now, it won't be at our old location, right? We're now uh, renting a church for now, uh, leasing some space until we move into another church home that God has prepared for us. So right now, we're meeting at United Methodist Church. That's United Methodist Church on 205 North Main Street on 14 Mile in Main in Clawson, Michigan, right? Uh, So that's where you can uh, come. We have uh, uh, church services there at 1130. And uh, our Monday night Bible study starting up June 6th at 7 p.m., Right? The Faith Defenders Teaching Series, you don't want to miss it. Every time you come, you will get information on the kingdom of the cults that you can use. Uh, we'll be there uh, to deal with questions you may have, and we will have interactions. going to be great. Okay? We'll be following COVID rules, but at the same time, able to uh, deal with what we have to biblically. So do remember that. Number to call here, area code 866-423-9578. Uh, let's go and talk to Luke. Okay. In uh, Lake Orion, is this your brother here, Luke? We got two Lukes, and both of y'all have good. Both of y'all got good voices. You know, you, you got a good voice. He's got a good voice. <laughs> Hope so. <laughs> All right, what's uh, on your mind? I found this topic interesting because I've recently been looking into this, studying this thing out as as far as what happens after we die, and I've come to a different conclusion than you on this particular one. Okay. And the reason is I don't see how Jesus could be saying today that you're going to be with me in paradise. I mean, obviously the comma is the big question of where the comma goes. I see it as saying, uh, look, today I'm telling you, you will be with me in paradise. And not that they're going to be there right now, because if that were the case, then that would conflict with so many other scriptures that say that we don't enter paradise. Well, I just don't see how you can come across with that well, interpretation. Well, I'll tell you what. What happens is that scripture interprets scripture, and one thing, as you know as well, that uh, one scripture sometimes doesn't do it. Sometimes you need to look at others as well. So what about the scripture yeah. that we have over in Second uh, Corinthians, right? Uh, uh, chapter uh, 5, okay, when we look at that one. Where what it says is this, Paul writing, Paul writing here, starting at verse 6, Therefore we are always confident, knowing that whilst we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. Okay? Then he goes on to say what he means. For we walk by faith, not by sight. We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and present with the Lord. Wherefore we labor uh, that whether present or absent, we are accepted of him. Okay? So, that's what we see here. It's not just one verse. There's a number of verses that back up the idea that when you die, 
your body is where it is buried, but your soul and your spirit yeah. go to be with the Lord. And, uh, that's why Stephen well, even said, <laughs> into thy hands receive, uh, receive my spirit. So we have more than right, one verse. I, I get that. I get that. But we're having, technically, everyone wants to quote it as saying, Paul says, for to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And there's no verse that says that's what happens. Well, but I'll, we do have other well, passages. What does that like, mean, though? Uh, what did that, does that verse mean to you? Because I'm reading from well, it right I, here. In, to, Paul is explaining his heart and saying, yeah, I, you know, I have a desire to depart. I want to be with the Lord, but, you know, it's need for me to be with you guys. And, yes, I would rather be absent from the body and present with the Lord, but clearly that's not the case. And to say that we, when we're absent from the body, we're instantly present with the Lord, it flies in the face of other passages like uh, Jesus' own words in John 3, verse 13, where he says that no one has ascended into heaven. The only one that's ascended into heaven is me, basically. I've, I'm the one that came down from heaven. And so I think it's clear from passages like that and over in Acts when Peter says that even David is still laying in the tomb and he hasn't gone to heaven either. Well, Jesus so was talking about I his like own. we're adding words. Well, I, but yeah, I, well, I, I see where you're at. Uh, I think when Jesus talked about that, he was talking about his own ascension there. But what about another passage over, uh, let us take a look, at um, Revelation, over in chapter um, okay. 6, where here, now this is what's uh, happening in, in, in heaven here, where it says in verse uh, 9, and when he had opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar, now the altar here is in heaven, okay? uh, and when he yeah. opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, uh, a holy and true, dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? Now, now, now notice what it says. Uh, in, in fact, we have to give some attention to nine. And when he opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. So their souls were in heaven, but their bodies were still in the earth awaiting the resurrection. What happens at the resurrection is that the soul and spirit are reunited to the body. Okay, so and so that's what they were. When when is all this going to be over so that everything will you know uh, uh, be pieced back together again? Verse ten, and they cried with a loud voice, saying, "How long, O Lord, holy and true, dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth?" And white ro robe, some kind of covering, was given them, unto every one of them. And it was said unto them that they should rest yet for a little season until their fellow servants also and their brethren that should be killed as they were should be fulfilled. So they were already killed, right? And they're uh, in heaven, okay, talking to God about when the, their brothers and sisters on the earth are going to be with them. They were already killed here, and yet they're talking. Their yeah. bodies couldn't be talking if they're killed. The only thing that could be talking uh, would be uh, their spirits and talking to the Lord. I can see that, and I, I will admit that that is a troubling passage. No, not troubling. Well, it's enlightening. It. Yeah, it's enlightening. In other words, well, we I, don't want to take a well, view that just I say, mean, well, it's trouble. If it fits, it fits. It's no big deal. But that one seems to demonstrate. As far as, mm -hmm. I mean, it's troubling as far as, uh, it, obviously, it's an encouraging passage, but it's difficult to, uh, to uh, square that with other passages. I personally see that particular passage as being, 
anthropomorphic language, a lot like was used in uh, the book of Genesis. Well, all I can when say it is that Abe, Abe, mm -hmm. Abel's blood cried from the cried from the ground, and it had a specific message. Not that it was a soul or anything, but I, I see that as the same thing. It's uh, that particular language talking about the blood of the martyrs. Well, here though, it doesn't. What I can't reconcile mm -hmm. that. What I can't reconcile that with is certain passages like, I'll just give you two right quick. Uh -huh. when, he, uh, when Solomon said in Ecclesiastes 9 that the dead know nothing, that they have no thoughts. And then when David said in Psalms chapter 6 that they have no memories in the grave and that those that are in the grave do not even praise the Lord. Well, I'm glad you said so that. So if and they I'm, and really I'm... were there, uh -huh. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, if they really were, their souls were in heaven, then... They would be praising the Lord. Listen, you are asking some good questions, uh, and there's good answers for it. <laughs> if we go to Ecclesiastes, it's very interesting, because whenever we look at a book in the Bible, what we have to ask ourselves also is what is the intent of the book. And Ecclesiastes, uh, before, uh, before he gets into it, uh, uh, he gives us, he tells us where he's going so we won't misunderstand. He tells us the purpose of his writing, okay? If we go to Ecclesiastes okay. and in chapter 1, uh, here's what he says. He gives us the, in other words, he tells us the vantage point from which he is writing. He says, yeah. okay, uh, in verse 9, the thing that hath been is that which shall be, and that which is done is that which shall be done, uh, and there is n no new thing under the sun, okay? It, uh, so what he, notice this. Then he says, verse 10, is there anything whereof it may be said, see, this is new, it hath been already of old time which was before us? There's no remembrance of former things, neither shall there be any rem remembrance of things that are to come with those that come after. The, uh, I, the preacher, was king over Israel in Jerusalem, and I gave my heart to seek and search out by wisdom concerning all things that are done under the sun. That means on the earth. The, this sore tra mm -hmm. travail has God given to the sons of men to be exercised therewith, I have seen all the works that are done under the sun, and behold, all the vanity, all is vanity and vexation of spirit. So in other words, he talked about things that were happening uh, under the sun. In fact, he says in Ecclesiastes, another verse, which is uh, uh, something where he says, the same thing that happens to humans happens to animals. Okay? And we know that that isn't true. Animals aren't seen to be rising from the dead or uh, you know, going to heaven as, as, as uh, men are. So once we understand the approach that Solomon is taking, then he's, his job was to talk about what's under the sun on the earth and not which was, um, what was happening in heaven as we see Paul in, uh, in the New Testament mm. dealing with. All right, so I've had you a long time, and I appreciate our discussion. Keep yep. looking at both sides of this I issue, buddy, and see what you come up with. I Will enjoyed do. the discussion with thank you. Thank you. Okay, thank you. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. People are taking medications for sleep that have side effects. But the Brain Life Center is the drug-free solution for getting your sleep back. Brain Life technology creates an environment that lets the brain reset, relax, and realign. That's how thousands of people have had their sleep completely restored. Chris took his wife to the Brain Life Center. She's getting the rest that she needs, and uh, it's a real deal. Here's Susan. What I found is that it was really powerful. And here's what Nancy had to say. I woke up and looked 
looked at the clock and I was like, oh my gosh, I just slept through the night. Brain Life technology works without drugs. You don't have to drug yourself to get rid of sleeplessness. Do it the natural way, the healthy way. Go to the Brain Life Center. Call the Brain Life Center and get $50 off your assessment. Call 248-922-9490. 248-922-9490. Brain Life Center. Your brain as God intended. If you want to make a difference in your life that impacts you for years to come, then it's time to stand with Israel by going there. Consider the thrilling excitement of joining nationally syndicated media host Dr. Sebastian Gorka and renowned author and filmmaker Dinesh D'Souza on the Stand with Israel Tour November 30th through December 9th, 2022. Journey through the Holy Land with two of the most respected political commentators of today. Together with like-minded travelers, you'll see over 40 iconic sites during the 10-day tour. You can pray at the Western Wall in Old City, Jerusalem, float on the Dead Sea, and take a boat out into the middle of the Sea of Galilee. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com to reserve your spot or call 855-565-5519. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com or call 855-565-5519 to book today. FM 92.7, AM 1500, the mobile app, or on the web. We're all the same great Faith Talk Detroit. You're listening to FM 92.7 and AM 1500 WLQV, Faith Talk Detroit, in Odyssey Station. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, and we have Gregory from Detroit. I think he called once and then couldn't get through, and he he pressed his way (laughs) and called back again. How are you doing, Gregory? Yes, sir, Pastor. Yes, sir, Pastor Moss. Uh, Yeah, I appreciate you uh, uh, taking my call, you know. Okay, I, I'm not really going to quote anything in the scripture. I'm, I'm on my way to learning. But uh, I just wanted to make a comment that the, uh, the Luke, well, the second Luke, <laughs> he, uh, you know, he was making a statement about the uh, scripture. But uh, what about the rich man and the poor man? They both went to paradise. You know? Uh-huh. You said, so yeah. whether, uh-huh. you're, whether you're... Not whether you believe or you're an unbeliever, you still go to paradise. You go to paradise? Where do you see that? You go, to, you go to heaven. You go back to the Lord. Oh, where do you see that? That you go to heaven? Well, well, you go to paradise. There's a golf up in heaven when the, uh, the rich man uh, wanted to uh, get comfort from the, uh, from Lazarus, the poor man, and he was in the bosom of Abraham. Well, so they both were up there one day. Well, uh, I'm, I'm wondering at exactly what scripture it is that you're um, uh, that you're uh, that you're dealing with. Are you talking I, about? I can't Luke? Well, are you talking about? Are you talking about Luke chapter sixteen, where it says the uh, the rich man and Lazarus? Yeah, I believe that is it. Okay, yeah. well, let's look at that over in Luke chapter yeah. sixteen, verse nineteen. It says, yeah. there was a certain rich man, which was clothed in purple and fine linen." And fared sumptuously every day. Okay? Yeah. 
And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, which was laid at his gate full of sores and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. And it came to yeah. pass that the beggar died. Now, the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. Okay? Now, Abraham's bosom uh, here uh, is a Hebrew way of talking about heaven. But we'll get to that. Yeah. Carried the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell, he lift up his eyes, being in torments, and sees Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. So the rich oh, man you're talking about, he went to hell. Okay. Okay. Because he was an unbeliever. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. In fact, he okay. says, and it says here, and he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus, that he may tip the tip, he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I'm tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receives the good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things, but now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. So that's what we're okay. looking at there. One went to heaven, okay, so, and one right, right. went to hell. Yeah. So where's the gulf? So how, how did the, uh, the uh, rich man communicate with Abraham and ask for the uh, comfort? Uh, how did he, how did he com communicate with him? Where it says... Yeah. And it, where it says it came to pass, the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also yeah. died and was buried. And in hell he lifted up his eyes, being in torment, sees Abraham afar off. And Lazarus okay, in his okay. bosom. Where here, uh, no doubt, God allowed uh, yeah. it to happen. Okay? He, didn't, okay. he didn't leave where he okay. was, but he was able to see. And, yeah, uh, I understand. Yeah. 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 Uh -huh. Right. So, so maybe people should all, all exactly realize the thief that was asking for for his uh, uh redemption anyway he maybe people should think that uh the heart is not a bodily feeling not an emotion maybe it's, they should remember that it's in your mind it's the conscious mind that he made up in his heart well mind and That's heart really, well really they're connected they talk in terms of yeah. the same thing but what happened is when uh, he was hanging on the cross the thief turned around and what is beautiful about it is how loving God is to forgive yeah. you uh, even uh, at that late in the game. Okay, God loves uh -huh. us so much till if we come to him really repenting of our sins, he forgives. And that's what we see happening to um, uh, uh, here with Jesus uh, when he was yes, on the sir. cross with the thief. It's amazing. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. I understand. All right. Well, thank you for calling, well, my thank friend. You. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Looking at the uh, the doctrine of soul sleep uh, that, uh, that some people maintain, which is surprising to me when the Bible, to me, seems to be so absolutely clear about the fact that to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Okay? All through the text we see it. Uh, with Ecclesiastes, we understand because uh, Solomon explained that he was writing about things that happened on the earth. Okay? And he says a lot of things. In fact, he said a lot of things that deal just with earthly things. He said that a man uh, has no more uh, esteem than an animal does. And, that, and, and so he said a lot of things that were true maybe from a natural point of view, but not a supernatural point of view. Uh, but that is something we can get into at another time. Let's continue with our subject on the doctrine of soul sleep. Any questions you have, though, it can be off topic. Yeah? You can call in with a question of your very own. As long as we're talking, 
about theology, hermeneutics, the kingdom of the cults. If we're talking about the Bible, friends, then that's what Bible talk is all about. You don't have to agree with me. You can agree or disagree. What we want to do is go into the Bible and mine it for all it's worth. That's right. That's where we're at as we look at it. And we will give some uh, special attention to Ecclesiastes uh, at another time and show what his vantage point was. He was writing from, a, uh, from an uh, earthly position, talking about what happened on the earth. To say that a man is equal to animals, and that's what he says, uh, we know that that's not true because uh, man, mankind, was made in the image of God. Definitely, God esteems human beings above that of animals. Oh, we should care for them. We should care for animals and all of that, but um, they're not made in the image of God. Okay? So we have to uh, keep Ecclesiastes in its context and uh, find out that uh, he was writing from a different point of view. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. The wicked um, uh, are not annihilated, okay? Uh, they're not. There's no annihilation that takes place for them. Yeah. In fact, uh, heaven is eternal and hell is eternal. Heaven is eternal life. Hell is eternal death. Okay. Wow. The, uh, the meaning, it just boggles the mind. It, it boggles the mind when we look at these uh, concepts in the Word of God. Notice Matthew chapter 25. Matthew chapter 25 in talking uh, about these things. And Jesus is clear. Now, of course, uh, the Jehovah Witnesses believe in annihilation. And they believe that hell is not eternal. But that just doesn't seem to be the language that we find in the Bible. Okay? And, you know, uh, what shocks me today is rarely do you hear people talking about hell. You know, we're so uh, engaged in name it and claim it and calling things into being and, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> till we forget that the, 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 the best thing about the gospel of Jesus Christ is saving us and redeeming us from a burning hell. That's what should be on our mind, not what kind of car we're going to be driving. Notice Matthew chapter 25 and verse 41, Matthew 25 and 41, where it says uh, uh, this, what a passage. I'm just going to catch up with Jesus talking about this, where Matthew 25, verse 41, he says, Then shall he say also unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, into everlasting fire. Okay? Everlasting fire. The fire is everlasting, he says. Prepared for the devil and his angels. Man, what an important verse. This verse right here proves that the devil is not the king of hell. He's not on the throne. He won't be tormenting anybody. He won't. That's fairy tales. Okay? That's fairy tales, right? It says, uh, Depart from me. Uh, once again, Matthew 25, 41, Depart from me, you cursed, into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. Okay? For I was hungered, and you gave me no meat. I was thirsty, you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, you took me not in. Naked, and you clothed me not. Sick and in prison, and you visited me not. Then shall they also answer him, saying, Lord, when saw we thee a hungered, or a thirst, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison? And did not minister unto me. Then shall he answer them, saying, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as you did it not to one of the least of these, you did it not to me. Then verse 46, And these shall go away into everlasting punishment, 
but the righteous into life eternal. Now, there's some that want to say that, uh, well, uh, that doesn't mean exactly what it says. It means that the fire will be everlasting. The fire will be everlasting. No, not what it says. It says in verse 46, Matthew 25, 46, and these shall go away into everlasting punishment, okay? Uh, but the righteous into life eternal. Uh, but it is amazing how uh, uh, that some will detract, you know, some uh, uh, religious groups will retract from what the Bible says to support their doctrine. All right, we've got Mike from Saginaw on the line. How you doing, Michael? How you doing there? Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate this. <laughs> I really do. And um, I just want to read you this. Um, it's First John chapter 4, um, verse 7. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that love of, is born of God and know of God. And I'm going to read you the eighth verse. He that loveth not knowing not God, but for God is love. I like those two two of them, and I mean in the time and in the day and age that we live in, I just like to hear, uh, and you could, you are, of course, you on the air and everything, but I just like to hear what those words mean to you. Oh, and I know those words mean a lot to me, too. Well, yeah, yeah. They, they mean a lot to me. The love of God, oh, man, we can't get around that, right? Here, over in First yes. John and in chapter 4, verse 17, here is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, mm -hmm. but perfect love casts out fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. If a man say, I love God, and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he that loves not his brother whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he hath not seen? So, oh man, love, 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 it's all about love. And everything God does is love, okay? Uh, and that's why God asked people to choose love, okay? Because, understand, people oh. get what they choose. You can either choose the love of God, or you can reject the love of God okay. and follow Satan. Okay. All right, then. Thanks for taking my call, and I'm going to keep listening. Thank you. I appreciate your call. Thank, Thank you very much. Okay? I appreciate all, right. all of those who call in and deal with the Bible. You don't have to agree with me. We're discussing the Word of God. Uh, I think there's some main things and some plain things in the Bible. Uh, uh, and as long as we hold to the, uh, the orthodox doctrines of the Christian faith, it's going to be a good deal. Okay? But uh, if you can support it, we need it here on the Bible Talk program. Uh, the doctrine of soul sleep, uh, not taught in the Bible. The uh, Bible clearly indicates an after afterlife. Uh, and the body is what dies, not the spirit. The scriptures are very plain about that all through the Bible. You can run reference on it. And you'll see. Showed you some examples already. Okay? So annihilationism just isn't what the Bible teaches. If you go to Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes is written from the standpoint of, uh, uh, you know, humanity, right? He's talking about things that happen under the sun, right? Here, well, the other literature in the New Testament uh, deals with things that are happening in heaven. So, so there's a difference that we see with that. All right. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Uh, some other passages to look at here dealing with this subject of the doctrine of soul sleep, um, which needs to be, by the way, soundly refuted. Uh, soundly refuted. To be absent from the body is present with the Lord. Even the passage we gave over in Revelations, right, where the souls were there, the altar, waiting uh, for the, those who were going to die like them to come. 
these passages uh, cannot be skirted around. And so we have to be careful to include them in our analysis. And then over in John chapter 5, wow, St. John chapter 5, verse 28 and 29, right? This taught by Jesus Christ himself, right? This is John, uh, John chapter 5 and verse 28 and 29, where it says, okay, in fact, I want to read into it. Yeah, I'll, I'll start there. I will start at, uh, well, let me cheat. I told y'all one thing. Let me start at another. Let me start at verse 26. Whereas the Father, this is John 5 and 26, whereas the Father hath life in himself, so hath he given to the Son to have life in himself, and hath given him authority to execute judgment also, because he is the Son of God. Marvel not at this, for the hour is coming in which all that are in the graves shall hear his voice. Now, what is in the graves? The bodies, okay? not the soul of the spirit. Why does it say then, hear his voice? Just what it means here is that the, the, the bodies of those who are in the graves are going to respond to the command that God gives that life, lifeless body, right? In other words, the spirit and soul that is departed when a person dies is a part of uh, going back into them and so that they will be resurrected in a glorified body, right? So all the pieces come together here. Marvel not at this, for the hour is coming in which all that are in the grave shall hear his voice and shall come forth. They that have done good unto the resurrection of life and they that have done evil to the resurrection of damnation. That is what the Bible talks about. Two resurrections, one of life and the other of damnation. Ugh. Okay. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. We're going to see if we can't get Ron in. Ron from Livonia, glad to have you on the program. What's on your mind, sir? Yeah, hi, Pastor Mott. Hi. Hey, uh, the, the question I have is, right now, where do the unbelievers' souls go when they die? Well, the, 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 the rich man gives us the best example of that, right, that we read about. Over in Luke chapter yeah, 16, yeah, they go to one of the three hells, which is Hades. Okay. Yeah, that's where they go. Then what happens is they uh, come out and face the white throne judgment. Uh, then they go to final hell, which is Gehenna. So Hades, the, the first one here is like, you know, uh, you do a crime, they put you to jail. You're waiting for court. Okay. After you go to court, then when you lose, you go to the prison. That's what this is like. Okay? Hades is where you go. But from there, you know, you, the, you have to face the, the, the white throne judgment. And then after that, right. then uh, it's when you go to, uh, to hell, which is Gehenna, which is, the, which is the third hell. Three hells mentioned in the Bible. And brother... You cut it, so I'm going to have to open up the next program to make sure I talk about these three hells. The Tartarus is one. Um, then we have uh, Hades, Sheol, and then we have Gehenna. Okay? So uh, three hells. Some would include the bottomless okay. pit to that and come up with like four hells, but the uh, bottomless pit is, pit is so temporary in terms of its con confinement of evil so some theologians don't call it, uh, give it, grace it with the title of calling it a hell. But so, uh, so that's the judgment, you know, that uh, uh, ultimately you wind up in Gehenna. And that is after the white throne judgment, which we'll be looking at. Yeah, okay. 
I understand that. Well, thank you very much there, Pastor Moss. Well, listen, I appreciate, appreciate I appreciate your calls. I appreciate your calls, okay? And the calls of all of you, appreciate it. And remember, remember the uh, starting Monday on June 6th, the Faith Defenders uh, teaching series. You want to be a part of it. You will get material placed in your hand every time you come on the Mormons, Seventh-day Adventists, Jehovah's Witnesses. You won't be able to wait for the cultists to come to your door. You'll be out on the porch waving at them so that you will be able to talk to them lovingly about the truth, their job to accept it or not. But we do need to defend the faith, okay? Uh, we have people that are lost because they don't have the truth. We want to be there to answer questions if they have it. So remember that starting June 6th at 7 p.m. There is no certain fee that you have to pr pay. Uh, we would like you to give generously because that's the only way our ministry can, can uh, uh, be maintained. We have to give to it and support it. But uh, basically, your offerings will be free will offerings. But do remember, June 6th at 7 p.m., the uh, address is 205 North Main Street, 14 Mile in Maine, in Clawson, Michigan. We are uh, uh, leasing space at the United Methodist Church. That's where we'll be at 7. Uh, come in. Have a, a good time uh, with us as we discuss the kingdom of the cults and uh, deal with uh, uh, defending the faith against those who attack it. And so, in other words, only the essential things we're concerned about. There's some areas where we can disagree uh, and have no problem, okay? When does the rapture take place? Well, pre-trib, mid-trib, or post-trib. I am a pre-tribber, and nobody can talk me out of it. <laughs> the, but at the same time, Jesus said, Mark 13, you will not know the day or the hour. So I never debated with anybody. People want to debate. Let's do, if we're going to debate something lovingly, let's make sure we get an issue that is uh, absolutely uh, essential to the doctrines of the faith. And that's where my, that's where my heart is. But we, ha we have to defend it, be ready for it. And one way also to be ready is to keep listening to this program and support it. So, if you have any donations you can give to keep us on the air, please send those donations to P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. We'll appreciate it very much. God bless you, and we'll see you next time. Sponsored by Bible Bootcamp Ministries. Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.